everyone. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's Anime Jam Session with your hosts, DJ Ranma S, Kuro Usagi, and Sailor Flair. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 57. We are that podcast that talks about animes, cons, conventions, the fandom, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass. I'm Kuro Usagi. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Sailor Flair. Holy crap, we actually got it together. Yeah, without anyone talking over one time. Oh, never seen it. Oh, well, so, so much for that. <laughs> 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 Alright, so... How long has it been since we got together? Like what? It's been like what three weeks? All of us? Yeah, it's been like what three weeks since we did an episode. Yeah, yeah all four of us together. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up um the podcast um, editor feed editor now so I can look at the dates. Yeah, it's been three weeks since we got together. Wow. All right, so I know a lot of stuff has happened between us three the last three weeks. So let's start with Kudo. So Kudo, how was your week and how was your day? Oh, um, well, Sunday was the anniversary, second anniversary of Rennie's Maid Show, which I'm going to explain right now. Um, Go for we it. did, we had a lot of people gather in and make a surprise scrapbook for her, mm-hmm. which I haven't finished yet. It's still sitting at the bottom. I was very upset that I didn't get to finish it for the show on Sunday, but, um, I will be giving it to her. Do you still Ooh. need pictures or? Nope. Okay. Um, I think I have enough pictures. Okay, cool. So you're gonna be showing it. You're gonna give it to her like at the next uh, maid show or something like that. Yeah. No, actually, I'm gonna give it to her on Sunday. There's a show on Sunday. Um, I think it's the 27th of March. Okay. The next show, but Sunday I have rehearsal. Oh, okay. Which means I will definitely be there for it because I just uh, emailed Sato-san um, the dates I will not be available, so that way I can run tech for the um. For the maid show, which would be pretty cool. I might, I might have to show up as Sebastian from Kurtzuji, or however, oh, however you say that that title. All right, so um, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? <clears throat> I'm, oh, uh, you know there was Katsukana we went to, yeah. and uh, but and that was pretty fun. But the past couple of days, I'm just trying to, you know, get by. That's good. Anything interesting to happen? Any cool stuff? Uh, not really. Mm. Birthdays are Saturday, so. There's that to deal with. Okay. What's that slapping noise? Am I the only one hearing that? What slapping noise? Oh, it sounds like someone's just like banging their hands against their desk or something. <laughs> somebody else. That's probably me typing, or you can hear my hamster chewing on whatever he's eating right now. No, that's probably you typing at Warp Factor 12. I'm well, that's sorry. it. It's okay. We still love you. So, yeah, that was my day. All right, and Sailor Flare. Oh, my weekend was pretty cool. Yeah, but how how's your week as well? Um, my week so my week is going so far. I got a couple little speed bumps, but other than that, it's you know it's gotta. I'm, I'm hanging in there. All right, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's like, "Yeah, I'm okay. I'm all right. You know, you know, whatever." <laughs> mm. No one's like, "Oh my god, best weekend ever." No, my week. No, my weekend was pretty cool. That's cool. Guess nobody wants to know about it though. If you want to tell us, you know, hey. Well, I'll give you the I'll give you the cliff notes. Go for it. All right. So, um, Saturday night I went to a charity improv comedy show slash rock concert event in Astoria, 
and we raised over $1,000 for the Dave Thomas Foundi- uh, Foundation for Adoption. Cool. Not bad. So it was really cool. There were a lot of really cool bands, and the comedy was really cool. And my, my, one of my friends put it together. So, uh, hi, Leah. So, uh, she did, a, like, an amazing job, like, just putting everything together. And hopefully we'll be able to do something like that again in the future. Were you just shamelessly plug-whoring somebody? Probably. I, I've been doing it a lot lately. Good enough. During my, during my, I was plugging the event during my radio show on Friday night, like a lot. So good enough. Just wondering. That's all. It, it's fine. Leah's cool people. So she's worth it. All right. That's cool. Now, how about you? Oh, it's been okay. It's just kind of sucks that I've just been here at home because, um, I'm not working because school's out. Uh, just, just for the week. Yeah, but that's a week without any pay in my pocket, and due to the lack of hours, my tax return came back, and it kind of fluctuated the things I want to do. But I should still have enough to take care to take care of some personal stuff and upgrade my computer. Gotcha. And take care of some old stuff. So now I gotta make some phone calls to make sure everything falls according to place. Okay, and and today was kind of interesting per se. I'm oh, do tell. okay. I was on I'm on Twitter, you know, and someone I follow on Twitter linked me to poorly dressed, and the person's picture was really bad. So through morbid curiosity, I decided <laughs> to go browsing through and came across Kojiro James. Oh, oh no! Yeah, my first thought was, it took him this long to get thrown up here. Mother of God, why? I posted <laughs> the picture, and a lot of people were saying the Pikachu is so cute, but the, but the other guy has got to go. <laughs> and then, like, I think it was like a little bit later, I came across this one chick wearing some type of Pikachu outfit. So I sent it to Ari. I'm like, is that who I think that is? And I just got it right now, and let me tell you right now, yes, yes it is. Oh, God. <laughs> tell me she's done with all of that. Tada? I don't think she is. All right, Ari, why don't you give a brief explanation about who this character is? Uh, she goes by the name Pika Bell Chew. Oh, the... no. I know I who that think is. I don't need to say any more after that. She holds yep. a Guinness record for most Pokemon merchandise she owns or... But like that, I think she's a massive Pokemon fangirl. Let's just leave it at that. For her sake, I hope she has everything insured. I think you know, she would have taken that into consideration, yes. Mm. I've seen pictures of her display, and she had, one of them is a bumper sticker that says, Pokemon put me in the poorhouse. I'm thinking, huh, I don't think, I don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> mm. And I'd say, not for nothing, she would take half that makeup off, whatever. She'd be somewhat... I want to see a picture! I just posted a picture. Some... I don't see! Look in the group chat. I'm looking! Oh, wait. Oh, no, really, I don't see it. Oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> and she would take like, half that stuff, and she'd look... Wow. She'd be... Oh, my. She'd be slight... She'd be a little more attractive and actually normal. So, where's She's the full body kind of that? There is, there is no full body. You have to Google Peekabelt you to find more more stuff. Nothing is, uh, she drives around a yellow VW bug that has a 
It's a Pikachu card as it's described. Oh, boy. Oh, great. She has her page on Encyclopedia Dramatica. That's not good. That doesn't surprise me. And Guinness World Records? That's that's what I heard. She has the most Pokemon stuff. Home of the longest... Longest what? Oh, Oh, most pierced, no. Largest Pokemon collection? Yeah, that's what he just said. Oh... Ah, this is why I don't know anybody, because I... Uh. <laughs> oh, I guess Kurosagi has to get caught up with the times, but I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I I think you're going to be okay. If I don't catch up with the times? Yeah. Yeah. Being oblivious right. is sometimes you're much better off. That makes me feel so much better. Indeed. Sorry, fans. But also on a side note, um, like, yesterday I went out... Bought a couple of new games. I got Guitar Hero Six and um, Borderlands. There's a six one already. Yeah, Warriors of Rock. Oh, that one. Yeah, and I got a new wireless router to hook up to my network, which has a port for USB hard drive. So I figure, you know, set it up, put my anime on the hard drive, let my 360 stream to it, be perfect. Does not see it. I go search. Add it. Hmm? Add it. it. It did not see it. So I go. I go trolling the internet for software that will allow me to do it. Found a software. It takes it forever to the stream off that drive to to the net, to the 360. So I said, screw it. Took that router back. Got another one, which is very, which is cheaper and does what I need it to do. All I need now is a special adapter for the hard drive, and I'll be good to go. Which I found. Now I have to order it sometime next month. Yay. Because to be perfectly honest, as much anime that I have, I'd like to sit down and watch it on my big screen TV, lounging on the couch instead of computer. Yeah, in my chair, you know. I like to be. Com- in your bedroom. Yeah, yeah. I like to be comfortable. Get some cheer and wine. Get some popcorn. Be good to go. Now we have a lot of stuff to cover, so I have an idea. But why don't we go <laughs> ahead and take our potty breaks right now, and then when we get back, strap in and just ride this out. All, All right, right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my gosh, she drew a hentai Pokemon! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh god, she saw it. I, that was good. Oh, poor Kudos going. We'll be right back. <laughs> as you can see, her. I love Kudos. As you can see, a... Pika Belchu's Pokemon hentai is very much um anatomically correct. Anatomically insane. Mother of God. <laughs> Commercial, commercial, commercial. And we'll take a break. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test, to train them is my call. Searching far and wide 
wants to make a statement Everybody needs to call their mark To stand alone in the victory circle Stick the claim when the music starts Give it all you got You can be the very best ever Take your best shot And what you will learn will come together It's a whole new break um we had to pet and calm down kuro because she really lost her how you say shit after discovering <laughs> the horrors that it's peekabelchu i had some chocolate and i feel better yes and from we discovered that the, the woman is engaged now as i was going hey, if they were dressed as ash and misty it wouldn't be so bad if it was something other than that i would probably just scream you know let's be perfectly honest there is nothing wrong with doing a proposal as your anime characters i see there's nothing wrong with that but probably was in his anime character suit too i don't know the youtube video is linked here but i have yet to watch it i'd rather not watch it while i'm eating trail mix because i'll probably spit it all over the place i'll damage something find her and sue her for damages let's not do let's not have that Okay. Sure. Wow. <clears throat> and 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 yes, I found some disturbing photos, but um I'm gonna pretend that that didn't happen. You mentioned yeah. that you found disturbing po- photos, so it did happen. I'm gonna pretend that it didn't happen and look at the nice cut I I managed to inflict on my hand. No oh. Oh, nice. I don't know. I probably like got startled and I and I stabbed myself with a pencil. You know what the funny thing is? Oh wait, no, that's chocolate. Oh, there's a funny thing. <laughs> no, not not funny, but interesting. Now, looking at her deviant art photos, um, if this was coming from a male point of view, that's if this was a guy drawing all of this, the the dude would be castrated. Dude would be just be hung from a tree. You know, it since it's coming from a chick, it's like this is so. It's like it's cute. It's adorable. Yeah. It's like a double stand. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally double standards, Batman. 
<laughs> but at least a few, at, at least a few of us here on this show know that it's not the case. Either way you look at it, it's just. <sighs> My eyes like literally like dropped out, came back, and tried to figure out if it really saw what it saw. Yeah, what you've seen, you cannot unsee, correct? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, the rule. This is how I feel. Yeah, I see how you feel. <laughs> and these images are a prime example of Rule Thirty Four. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like Rule Thirty Four. It makes me sad. All right, let's move on, okay? Please. Thank you. I was waiting for you to do that. It took too damn long. Well, I had. I think if you guys check the check the thing, you will um see how I feel. Can I can I understand how you feel without seeing it? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's no. It's it's actually funny. I've made myself an inter- I've made myself a mm-hmm. meme. Oh, uh, cool. I'll see. Nope, not having it. <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, plus mm-hmm. one. <laughs> So, Katsukon. wait, before we get into Katsukon, mm. I have to do a little bit of a plug here because we're not the only independent podcasters out there. Just want to give a quick shout out to a couple other peeps that I work with who also support us and we support them. So, Arigato. yes. So, if you like Anime GF Session, we ask that you check out a few other of our independent um, podcasters that are out there. So, if you like video, general video games and everything in between and gaming, yeah. check out Orange Lounge Radio at OLR, orangeloungeradio.com. If you like hearing about comic books, Marvel, DC, Independence, check out Comic Insanity. And if you like to play Warcrack, if you're a crackhead, wow, and all that in between, check mm-hmm. out. Courthouse is a brand new podcast from one of the, from um, one of the people of OLR. And would you believe we we actually have a like a twin podcast? That's um the girls at Electric Sisterhood. The only difference is we're New York based, they're Boston based, so it's fair enough. Hello, Boston. <laughs> hey, can we have a, a joint podcast with them? I think that's going to happen. Um, when I when me and and one of our and a friend of mine when me and Misty go to Pax East, that might happen. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> I think I'm. I'm. Been, I'm gonna. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send them an email and see if we can get together and do like a roundtable podcast. So we'll have like Anime Jam Session, OLR, and ESH all in one say all in one room with guns blazing. That whoever did that, that was perfect. That was. I'm sorry. What is that? It's the Excel Saga thing. That's oh, awesome. Send it to me. I think I found it. Please send that to me. I think yeah. I found it. Ask me, please. I think please. we found a new eye catch for the for the podcast. That was just perfect. <laughs> oh, I missed the phone call. All right. Now, also, uh, Kuro, didn't you say you had something to get off your chest? Oh. I'm so sad to hear that Borders had filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy, I, I, I believe. And, yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah, it does, because I found out that um, one of the stores on the closing list is the store I, start, I started working at when I was um, a coffee slinger, you know? It was fun times. And from what I've read, they're pretty much going the way of the dodo bird. They're like, they book equivalent to blockbuster video. They jumped on the stuff too little too late. Well, I don't. That's a problem. I don't really care about Nook or any of that stuff. I prefer reading a paper book. What's gonna happen if, if you lose, like, 
you lose your nook. Your battery and it dies. You got nothing to do. Actually, leave. no, you do. You have to understand, no matter what type of rechargeable battery you have, you can always find a comparable one online. I, for example, for my digital cameras, I have universal battery. I bought batteries for it that are made by a third party. It works just as well. So if you have a nook or something like that and the battery goes, you can always go online and get a new battery. And if the nook itself breaks, all those ebooks, there will be a way to transfer those ebooks to a new device. That's not what I mean. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm aware okay. of that. Uh, it's just that I'm still, I guess, to me, I'm still traditional. I like to buy a book. I'm not going to be the type that's going to sit there and read a manga. Maybe one day I might adapt where, you know, paperbacks are obsolete. Mm -hmm. What if the world ends one day and you don't have the electricity? You're going to want to come back and you're going to read a book. And I don't know. I, I'm in the... It feels good having a physical object in your hand. Rainbow. Right? I love me some reading rainbow. One moment, you guys. Mm -hmm. Lavar Burton was on Community the other night. I did not see that. It was no, it was a really funny. It was a really good episode. He was on as himself. Check this out. Did you know he converted? He did. Lavar Burton. To what? Judaism. Oh, he converted. Yeah. Oh, we got to mention him, and Adam Sandler's got to do another Hanukkah song. Well, if he does, I also got also mention Shaquille O'Neal as well. Shaq. Shaquille O'Nealowitz. Shaquille O'Neal and Steve. I like either one. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Imagine him like, like oh, oh, I go Haven. You know, that sort of thing. Troy <laughs> Haven. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Now. But yeah, getting back to this Borders thing, I'm kind of why about that. Uh, I'm, not I'm, Noble? I'm a little bummed. Why a little bummed? It's like, I don't know. It's like. I don't like when I eventually have kids. I don't know when that's gonna be. I don't even know if we're any if we're even gonna be here when that happens. It might be the um the end of time as we as we know it. But I would like to have the next generations actually know what a book is rather than just seeing it on a screen. I don't know. Maybe I'm just well, jaded. Don't, I don't well, know. this is where well, you have little Sailor Senshi running around. You'll be taking him to Barnes and Noble. Or Barnes, yeah. you know, or like, you know, Barnes and Noble. You never know. They might be, they might be next. I doubt it. Oh, your local library. I don't mean to scare all of y'all, but, mm. you know. And besides, one thing I liked about Borders, they have nice, huge discounts on stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I like I getting get those emails, coupons it, yeah, and stuff. It's like, in the I still get coupons in my email about, you know. Yeah, me too. No, I'm going to start doing, every time I get these coupons, I'm going to start printing them out and just keep them in my pocket because just in case I happen to stumble across a Barnes, I mean a Borders. Yeah, that's what the, I usually do. The thing is, like last week before Katsu, I went into Borders and I bought the cheapest Bible I could get my hands on for my... Oh, for your garden yeah. belt costume? and I'm like, if I had a 30% of coupon in my inbox, I would have saved like a, two bucks off of it. But since I didn't use the Bible, I'm going to have to take it back and get my money back. You know what you could you know what you could have done? You could have just used any book and just put a cover over it and said that said like Bible or, or put like a cross True, on it. True, but I or like a or like one of those books that or like a a book that doesn't have any writing in it, like a sketchbook or something, like as a prop. Well, I, I authenticity. Yeah, I, I'd rather have the. Well, that's rather, true. I, I mean, want the legitimate Bible. Hell, if I wanted to okay. take it to the next level, I could have got I could have gotten one of those Bibles where you open it up and there's a flask inside. <laughs> no, dude, you could have just used the. Don't, don't like the hotel rooms have a Bible in the thing. You could have just borrowed that one. To Who said I with. borrowed the the hotel Bible? 
don't know. I'm just I saying. I borrowed the hotel library, uh, hotel Bible. Okay. And did you put a flask in no, it? No, no, no. Let's just no. That's why I have to return the other <laughs> Bible that I bought. <laughs> That's why what? I have to return the other Bible that I bought. Oh, uh, okay. So you took it. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> I, I bought it just in case because there are those times there aren't any in there. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um... But yeah, Borders. Yeah. I know they're closing... I know so far they're closing two stores on the island. All the others are um, staying open for the time being. Alright, so... I don't know a single one near me that's open anymore. Mm. Well, at least Walden Books are still around. They yeah. are? I guess not on Long Island. I think the last one that I saw in Hicksville, they, they closed like about a year or two ago. But on the plus side... Yeah. On the plus side, I do have a Blues Brother calendar I got for a buck from Borders. Nice. Very, very nice. We're on a mission from God. Love that movie. Yes. Blues Brothers. Have you ever seen the mall where they did that famous chase scene? Mm-hmm. That, that, that mall had closed down about a year before filming. They just bought up in Spruce up and all. Like, that mall is still staying where it was, completely abandoned, and it's been like 30 years. Really? Yes, really. Where is it again? Uh, Hang on. Here we go. Yeah, it's called the Dixie Square Mall. Mm. And, uh, and here's a link to it. Oh, um, hey, Sailor Flair. Yes, Since sir. Since you have a Tumblr, you might want to follow up. You might want to pass this along. Okay. It seems that, um... Yeah, where is that? Hmm? Oh, it's in Illinois. Okay. Yeah, little su- little suburb of Chicago. Oh. Yeah, it seems that on Felicia Day's Twitter, she made she linked to her Tumblr about Rachel Ray com- convincing people that to use microwave popcorn and serve it for breakfast. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is what is Felicia Day's Tumblr? I just linked it to she, you. Okay, hold on. This Felicia Day. Oh, okay. I have to say, outside of the I'm guild, on. she does look pretty cute. Yeah, she now? Yes. But I just hope the 50... 50- Microwavable mm-hmm. popcorn, serve it for breakfast. Mix leftover popped popcorn with raisins and toasted sliced almonds. Drizzle with honey, top with milk. That Are sounds very disgusting. Now? That sounds That's like something crazy. I would put together if I'm in college. Here's one question, though. That's like lazy, right? Here's, there. I don't. Here, but, wow. But, but here's the, Rachel, right? But here's the question, though. I know we're. I'm not. We might get flagged for it, but who the fuck eats a half a thing of microwave popcorn and puts it away? Everybody I know yum, that yum, microwave yum, popcorn, yum. it's done after you make it. Sometimes, sometimes if I, there's a if there's some left over, I will save it, but it doesn't last longer it, than a day, and I would never eat it for breakfast. I'm sorry. That's okay. Gross. I if it's left out for like a couple hours after that. I just get look, rid of it. Remove the milk and the raisins part. That would that would taste pretty fucking good. But it has to be fresh popcorn yeah. though. Oh yeah, of course. <sighs> but anywho, l- let's get let's put this train back on this tr- back on the tracks here. Okay, so anime jam yes. session. So let's get into Katsukan seventeen. Okay, it's glad to know everything about the same thing. And now, without further ado, Anime Jam Session presents a review of Katsukan 17.
Okay, now, I was supposed to be at Katsu Thursday. Me and... Oh, is this part of the podcast, or is this, like, This is part of the podcast. Oh, okay. But me and Ari did not get there until, like, what? 5.30? Yeah, about 5.30, 6 o'clock yes. at night. My thing was, I was supposed to pick up my Gardabelt cosplay... Right, be- right before work, right before I ca- caught my bus, beat it by 6.30, chill and relax. No, that didn't happen through some communication errors and mishaps and a lot of crazy stuff. So, I figured we made an arrangement to pick it up that Friday morning. I'm standing outside of the Port Authority for about two hours before I said, to hell with this, I have got to go. So, met with Ari, and then, um, we stopped off a couple of spots in Philly found a um, costume place. I got a generic mm-hmm. robe, got some red fabric, pinned it on, and rolled with it. And I made the mistake of, oh, by the time when I get the catsuit, I'll borrow safety pins from somebody. That didn't happen, no, did it? No, I went to CVS. All the safety pins were gone. Who would put them on? I mean, really. Man, well, we all look at it. What have we learned? Get your stuff before you get to the con, because all this... You got some live and burn. Got some live and burn. You got some live and burn. You got some live and burn. And then get lost. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in your case, if you... Yes, yes. Okay, now, Friday, I make it down there for the panty and stocking photo shoot. Yeah. That went pretty well. Cool. And... I'm guessing that was the big cosplay this year. Actually, it wasn't. Hitalia is still the big thing. Uh, yeah. uh. Hey, hey, Papa, why no do the hey, hey, mama, hey, hey, mama? Yeah, it is. So freaking sick of Hitalia. Oh, just wait till we talk about the masquerade. Wait till I get to the masquerade. Oh, boy. Okay. I hear some things about the masquerade. <laughs> I heard things. Well, well, we'll cover those things when we get there. Okay. So, I go back, and I meet up with Ari, and we head to the formal. Which I have to say, it was a lot better than last year's. Well, it's wrong with last year's. It felt, it felt like you were in, you were in some, some parent's basement dancing. <laughs> Turn that music down! Mom, leave me alone! <laughs> and, Knock it off! and the music count felt like you weren't, at, it wasn't like typical formal music per se. The music felt like you were at a friggin' high school dance. Oh, God. Don't even... I'll say Did this, somebody though. spike the punch? <laughs> I wish. I will say this, though. The music at this dance was much better than my high school prom. For number one, like, number one, you know, the general, uh, you know, slow dance kind of songs, that sort of thing. And, uh, my high school prom, they played Limp Biscuit, QED. Yeah, no. But what was interesting, though, the big hallway. Now, when you walked in for the dance, you passed coat check. Then you passed the game room. Which took up half of the, of the room. Then you passed the katsu lounge. Then you got to the um, formal dance where the, where the quote-unquote rave was later that night. Mm-hmm. Now... It was on that same spot on Saturday mm-hmm, night, too, right? Yeah. I have to say... Just like last year's Katsu, it was just spread out, and it felt really good. But to be perfectly honest, it felt like there weren't as many people here than it was last year. It's like, because of the snow last year, people were running and hustling. They got to be there one way or another. 
this year, eh, it's like, eh, we'll get there in our own due time. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, that, that's how it, that's how it kind of felt. And normally, you know, I usually walk around with like, I usually have like two, three, four costumes with me. I only had two. I walked around with Gardabelt and I had Kiosuke, and I wore Kiosuke on Sunday. So I, all mm-hmm. day Saturday, I'm walking around as Gardabelt taking pictures, and there was this one particular stocking cosplayer. She didn't seem to be a cool chick. I just kept seeing her all the time. You know, you know how you keep seeing there are some people that have that, that, that familiar face that you always see that's recognizable? That's how she uh-huh. felt. That's how it was like. Now, I didn't check out many of the panels because I was more focused on taking pictures and doing the multimedia aspect. But I just kept getting this great vibe from people, so I thought it was pretty awesome. Now, I covered this as an article on the website, but I'll make this the short and sweet version. Now, about 10 plus years ago, a friend of mine who, who succumbed to brain cancer got me into Oh My Goddess. And, it, and he was like, if you don't like it, I'll give you a refund on the comic book. Love the series. When I found out he had this, I was I went to Animazement and I met the entire dub cast of Oh My Goddess, and I explained the story, and they all signed this poster, which was which is still hanging to this day on the wall of the comic book shop. There's like a little shrine to the owner of the store. Now, as I was double checking my guest lists and so forth, see if there was anybody there I wanted to talk to, interview, so on and so forth. The, the dub voice actors and actresses for Belle, Dandy, and Kaichi, Julia Cesario, and Scott Simpson were there. So I figured, I wonder if they would remember any of this. So I go, I jump on the line, and I start telling the story, and Scott Simpson remembers the poster, which I thought was really awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So pretty much, I've been carrying a promise to tell them thank you from, from um, the comic book owner's wife shop's wife because she now runs the place i'd like to see this this uh cox store sometime yeah it's up where i used to live so maybe um i guess if you come up one weekend and if uh mako chan shows up three of us will roll up there and check it out and we'll meet up with um with under the pale because he lives out that way so at least i still have some connections out there (laughs) awesome yeah and then Sunday, I'm running around as Kiosuke, and I actually ran into another Kiosuke cosplayer, which was like a needle in the haystack. And we got mm-hmm. our picture together. And um, another thing that happened at Katsukon. Okay. Does everyone, does anyone remember what happened at Otakon? The fire. This past Otakon? Yep, this past Otakon. The fire one? Yeah. We didn't start the fire. What do you mean? All right, why? There was a fire at Katsukon. There really was a fire? Yes, there was. I think it is no coincidence. Here's what happened, from what I was told. You know, we go into, like, stores and restaurants. They have, like, the handicap button. Yes. You push the door, it opens for you. You don't have to get up. You don't have to maneuver your wheelchair around the opening Mm -hmm. door. From my understanding, the handicap button shorted out. The short ran through the wires. And it started to burn the carpet where the wiring was underneath. Oh! This was like around 1.10 in the morning during the rave. I come outside with a couple of friends and I'm like, what's that smell? <laughs> Did I start getting texts of like... Chon, chon, chon. I started getting texts of fire and stuff like that. I was like, holy crap. Wow. Well, you know what they say. I guess that means that Katsukon 
puts on sunglasses, was on fire. Yes! I just have one thing to say. Wow. I just have one thing to say about that. <laughs> Boo! You're welcome. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I had That's to do okay, it. But... <laughs> hey, Flair, can you do me a favor? Yes. Oh, I'm not, I don't. I don't intend on it. This is my making bad jokes. Is my oh, day God. job. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So continue. That's pretty much my cat suit. I mean, honestly, the only thing that really pissed me off that it was the same weekend as Wicked Winter Ren Fair. But eh, what can you do? You know. But um, I just like the fact that it's grown so much where you can't tell it's gotten big. Looks like, from my understanding. Katsukon will be at the Gaylord for the next few years, and as it continues to expand, it's still going to be roomy for people, which I think is pretty awesome. Yeah, the Gaylord is nice. a really huge building. Mm -hmm. I would like to go back to Katsukon before I die. We'll pack you in a box for a K-19. Great. It was only my second time there, period. So. Alright, so, now, Ari, your take on um, Katsu. <coughs> well, uh, well, the last time I was there, I think it was in 2005 mm -hmm. or so, and I was still in Washington D.C. at that little whatever hotel. The Omni Shoreham. The Omni Shoreham. It's amazing you guys remember that. Yep. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was it was fun to go this far out of like at far out of the way, you know, driving for me because you know the far south I've gone for a convention is usually Otakon. but uh, you know, it was a lot better than what I what I originally out of my original experience. I you know stayed away from it for a while because of you know. Had a bad experience at a, my last appearance, so I decided, nah, there's other ones I can go well, to. Well, Ari, just remember, pretty much every one of us here have had like a bad experience at a con, one way or another. That's nothing yes. new. Yeah, well, this is me first getting into conventions, mm -hmm. so you know, I had had, li had little uh, a little to draw on. I mean, my first convention experience it was we drove down Friday night to get to Otakon, mm. got a hotel. You know, just outside of the city because, you know, it, this was very much on the fly. And we, it took us about 15 minutes to get in the city, but to the convention center, but took us about an hour and a half to get back to our hotel room. And we took pretty much the same route back. We're not exactly sure how that happened. Hmm. Yeah, we must have got very lost. But uh, the panels were a lot of fun. I, some of the staffers, you know, like it was a mixed bag. I mean, the one girl... The first girl I talked to about our press pass yeah. issue, I won't put just points at like points at a direction and goes that way. I'm not going to tell you again. What? Yeah, Unacceptable. But, but uh, that, but the one guy who was uh, had a press relations, Chad, yeah, Chad Dietrich. Dietrich, I don't know how to spell his name, but uh, yeah, he was exceptionally nice to us. I mean, I was like you know stressing out because of, you know because of my money situation mm -hmm. and all, but after talking to him, getting the, everything else situated, it actually. Made a convention a lot nicer. So, thank you for that. Please understand that that even though we're part of the press, we're still human exactly. beings. Exactly. So I mean, shouldn't treat anybody human, not human. Um, press attendee, anybody you should not explain it like that. Like, what is wrong with staff design? Like, now, I think is I understand that staffers can get overwhelmed. I know I staff a convention. But I don't get that overwhelmed because I know how to keep it cool. But you got people who staff multiple conventions a year and they just get stressed and they take it out on the wrong people. It happens. But you've got to learn to control that. Because, I mean, 
you you piss off the wrong press person, they have no problem like flipping a switch and burying yeah, you. They have no problem with that. Granted, not everybody will pick up it's on ding. it, but if they say the right thing, a lot of people will pick up on what they said, and you don't want that. Yep, yep, yep. All right, now back to uh, your take of the of catching. <clears throat> um. If I'm the only one who thought it was a bad idea to stick the dealer's room and the artist alley together in the same room like they did with the dance floor and the game Kind of, sort of. There should have been like a divider, but they did the same thing at New York Comic Con. I noticed that. Yeah, it felt like the artist alley people were just being, you know, passed over, which is a shame because there was some really nice stuff there. Mm-hmm. Shit I couldn't afford, but... but nice did you pick left. up any like, business cards and stuff like that? Oh, I picked up cool. plenty of business cards. I even talked to, um, let's see his name, Nick from MAGFest. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know the guy who runs MAGFest. I think you and me, I think we have to hit MAGFest next year. Yes, he was definitely tell, like telling me about it. And uh, you know, we, we exchanged business cards and all. By the way, thank you for the new business no cards. And uh, he, apparent, he also told me the story about John St. John, you know, the voice of Duke yeah. Nukem. For those of you who don't know, there was this video of, <clears throat> of when they were they were discussing Magfest State. There was a was was a, originally thought to be a, a a troll with a soundboard, you know, hitting buttons and putting out uh, Duke Nukem sound, mm-hmm. sound bites. It turns out it was actually John Saint John saying that, you know, which uh, blew all their minds. And apparently, John Saint John has this Bill Murray like air mm-hmm. about him because what he did that that year was he went from room party to room party, just chilled with people for like some time. It took it was like the like 20 or so room parties that first year. Mm-hmm. And the next year after that, he was, he did the same thing and hit up like three dozen, you know, just hanging out with other fans and stuff. And, uh, the convention is so, like deep. So that's everything. Yep. So if a dealer wants, if a dealer or an artist just wants to sit in there all night with his wares out for people to buy, he can do that. I think that's pretty cool, but you know, depending on, but then when you got to shut it down, oh, that's gotta be a pain. Yeah. But still, if I heard John St. John knock on my door saying he wants to come in and says all in Duke Nukem's voice, you know, how the hell can you say no to exactly. that? Uh, let's see. We also met uh, Vic Mignona that night, on that Saturday, that Sunday. Do, 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 do. Phenomena. <laughs> Did I say something wrong? No. Oh, you're just a... Sorry, I'm a little slow on that. But, uh, but yeah, this is the first do, time do, I've seen him. He seemed pretty yes. chill to me. I know it's. I've heard some you know weird you know horror stories about him, but you know, like I said, all I had to go on was that you know couple minutes of you and me talking mm-hmm. to him. I mean, all I'm not. It wouldn't surprise me that all voice actors get, you hear stuff about all types of voice actors, and I've heard stuff too. But my thing is, yeah, I've heard all of that, but I've met the man, and chilled with them a couple times. He's 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 a cool dude. Simple as that. I mean, he might be a little religious, but big deal. That's his business. Let him be. I got no problem with that. Oh, yeah. Speaking of voice actors, I ran back into Greg Ayers again. That's cool. I mean, what do you have cool. to say? He was, he was talking about um, DJing at the, uh, at the rave, you know? And he was telling some, some stories about working the con raves and so forth. And then I had told him that I had a copy of the interview we did at, at Anime Next. So when I showed up that Sunday, you know, they hand it to him, and now, as I'm waiting to hand it to him, his brother Chris is there, and they start talking about 
about the industry, and I was like, yeah, I hate Crunchyroll too. And it, dude gave me a high five right off the bat, and I thought that was pretty awesome. Nice. We've already discussed my view of that. That's not the point of this. Let's get back to the matter at hand. So, anywho, now, what, now, Ari, what else you, what, what panels did you hit up for um, Katsu? I hit up a bunch of panels. Yeah. I, I did most of them on, on Saturday because, you know, we were a little slow to get there, and mm-hmm. I didn't think my press pit, my uh, badge would work because I only bought it because I bought a you know cheaper one. Yeah. But uh, let's see. One of fr- the first one I talked about was was a Japanese pro wrestling, which was just an au- just an awesome panel. Yeah. And they they talked about mostly the indie federations in Japan, not New Japan or All Japan or Noah, but uh this uh Dragon. Yeah, Gate. I've seen Dragon Gate. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, Dragon Gate USA spun off from a. Uh, from Dragon Gate and Ring of Japan and Ring of Honor working together for some cross promotion stuff, and also New Jersey and New Jersey Pro Wrestling as well. So, uh, let's see. <clears throat> they discussed. Hang on, I have. Uh, yeah, here we go. <clears throat> oh yeah, uh, this the, the promotion called DDT, which is pretty much <clears throat> the WWE taken to its extremely humorous conclusion. Mm-hmm. You know, just further over the top than. Than even Federation years, WWE, try and wrap your head around that. Hmm. But uh, I don't know if you saw, but they invaded this this incredibly the, the biggest joke belt in the world. It's called the Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Championship. Yeah, that's it's this belt that you know it's defended anytime, anywhere by anyone, and yet yeah, actual inanimate objects and animals have held the title. What? Apparently, like as long as there's a DDT ref around. You know, anyone who just falls on a champ and makes the three count gets a championship. Like it, it was in a Botchamania video, the first I heard. Wow! Of it. This guy walked the current champion walks into a ladder, like slips and falls, and like stunned, for, like landed back. Oh! Ladder falls on top of him. Referee counts three, and all of a sudden the ladder is the champion. Wow! I, 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 I'm a, I'm a bit lost for words for that. Oh, there's also joke axes as a quote-unquote invisible wrestler, mm-hmm. or you can imagine how that one turns out. <laughs> and a re- a wrestler who is essentially a blow-up doll. And this blow-up doll has... Well, there's actually been two of them. Like, one of them was destroyed at one point, accidentally, and the second one, a wrestler by the name of Kenny Omega, did a giant swing with it, threw it like 20 rows out into the crowd, and like deflated it, so they had to patched up with duct tape and reinflated to finish the match. That's funny. And they all had clips of this stuff, so I'm not making this up. You ha- you can go on, on YouTube and find this stuff. There's also like this one clip is a uh, pretty much a guy doing Zangius final ato- like, uh, ultimate atomic buster from Street Fighter mm-hmm. 4 to the doll. What? And it's, yeah. Uh, oh, and we also got to talk a lot about the differences between, you know, Japanese pro wrestling and American pro wrestling and women pro wrestlers in Japan is Joshi Puroresu. Yeah. They're like the divas and the knockouts don't even belong in the same building as these people. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Divas are models first and rest and wrestlers second, if at all, you know, like Natty Nighthut or uh, Beth Phoenix mm. or Trish Stratus back in her heyday. The knockouts are a little better, but you know, botches, Botches ever. Maybe you need a little bit of shimmer in there. Yeah, I, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think shiver was discussed at all. I don't remember. Also, universal seething hatred for Michael mm. Cole. 
I thought I should bring that up. <laughs> All right. Now, what other panels did you check out? Yeah, I went off on a little tangent no there. Problem. I saw, I caught the premiere of Evangelion 2.0. How was that? Well, definitely not as mind screwy as the series. Uh, That's a shocker. Because I think I'm, I'm pretty sure Otto Hideaki is in a better state of state of mind these days. But uh, yeah, the, the art direction, like, the art was very pretty looking and. I think my favorite scene is the one where Shinji and a bunch of his classmates are at this this aquatic laboratory, and their job is to you know restore the oceans to what and their ecosystem back to what they normally okay. were. Because after their second impact, the oceans turned mm. red and destroyed all life. And they're like legitimately blown away, like seeing like seeing you know, a big tank full of, like blue ocean water, and like the purif and the purifications, like there's hot stuff. That uh, <clears throat> you know, you know, like steps in the process and it just shifts from blue to red, and uh, you know, it's really amazing to look at. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't want to give too much away. Mm-hmm. People want to see it themselves, and I highly recommend the movie. All right, I'll definitely um, definitely take ch- check into that. Now it was 2.0, but it was listed as 2.22 because like it was a DVD and there were more special features and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Um, are are other two associates with us? Um, Sailor Flair is here, and um, hi, uh, Kudo, Kudo, Kudo. Bye. Oh, you just couldn't hear me. I'm like, hello, hello, hello. Kudo. So you're both. <laughs> Why did you post a 4chan link? You know the house rules. Look at the picture. Who is in that picture? It's nobody in that picture. Just no. I, I want to know what it is. If I click on it. Well, obviously, I just said it's not you guys. Just look at it. It made me wonder, like, what the heck is that? And is it based on some type of anime reference? Or is it, if it's just plain It's disgusting? just plain disgusting. That's what it is. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. I was like, is that a monster that somebody made? <laughs> what is that? I don't think I want to know what it is. Let's just, pre- let's just pretend we didn't see it at all. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on here. It seems we've we've lost a couple of people. I'm still. What happened? We lost Kuro. Oh no, no Kuro! We're working on it. I think this is part where we play some nice little loungy, loungy type music. Oh, here she is. I don't know what happened. I thought my computer like died. Mm. So, um, yeah, where are we? Uh, before we were derailed. I don't. I don't remember anymore. We're talking about panel, my panels. Oh, I okay, went to. yeah. Now what? Let's see. We're no, talking about muffins. No, we, we just finished talking about um Ava two two point oh. Oh, I forgot that movie came out already. Mhm. Uh, there's also a panel I went to called "Becoming a True Pokemon Master." Okay. Now, oh. now based on that title, alone, what do you think the panel's going to be about? Becoming a Pokemon Master. I guess more specifically, I would say tips and tricks on uh, the game. That's what I was doing. Pokemon. Um. Anyone else want to offer, wager a guess? Um, hmm, Pokemon Master. Um, besides the game, in terms of video game or like the card game? Well, it wasn't any of that. It was pretty much using things like action replays and random number generator abuse to, you know, minim to min max the Pokemon you catch to the highest degree. So in terms of cheating. Well, not. Well, apparently it's not. <laughs> "Quote unquote cheating because they're at, because when you go to Nintendo tournaments and this is from what I've gathered because I don't go to these that Nintendo scans the game cards to 
for any kind of red flag that lets them know that the game has been hacked, you know, explicitly hacked. This isn't explicitly hacking the game, so it's technically illegal. Mm-hmm. But here, wow. he summed up with one, the whole panel is summed up in one sentence, and I quote, this basically takes all the fun out of Pokemon and leaves only the math behind. <sighs> and then he, and then he showed a fan-made card from the Pokemon trading card game of Chuck Norris, and I decided, I thought to myself, fuck it, and got up and walked out. Darn. Because, you know, what's, like, it, the reason people, you know, play these games is, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, yeah, fun. <laughs> like, he was catering to a, you know, a very specific kind of people. Mm-hmm. Most of them would probably have known this already, or would end up doing it wrong and still look foolish doing it. Or, but uh, even a very smaller proportion of those people would actually make it to any kind of you know serious tournament level, which you know not something they really feel like dealing with. I, I at least thought it'd be something you know related to the like to the like discussion about the anime or the games and. You know, putting Pokemon Master mm-hmm. in the title was going to be clever. So I decided, yeah, I didn't feel like doing doing with that. So yeah, that's why I buy the games, because I like to have fun with them. You know, try, like, the unusual combinations of such. But, you know, am I wrong for thinking No, like not that? at all. No. Anyone else want to ch- uh, oh. chime in? I'm not really good with, with that kind of stuff. Mm. I'm, I'm still actually trying to play on a side note, which I'm surprised... Nobody has talked about this yet. Um, is Marvel versus Capcom three? So that, that's oh, yeah, another story. That the game, the game mm, really? yes, it was. It was all over the game. I was so happy when I played it, <laughs> um, but sadly, I only have a Wii. That's that's one upgrades from from the whole time we recorded this podcast. And I said, "Hey, I don't have a game console. Boo hoo, boo hoo! I have a Wii." But now I don't have a PS3 to play Marvel vs. Capcom. Sorry. 360 works works just as well. I don't have a 360 either. Mm. Oh, so I wouldn't worry about it too much. You got friends you can bum, bum one off of. No, I bought that game for um, my friend's brother's birthday. So. Who's your favorite characters you use? I've only used it once, but um, I used the character from Mega Man whose name escapes me at this moment. Zero. Thank you. That's the girl, right? <laughs> no, he's just uh, girl looking. He's even voiced by Johnny. No, it's a, no, it's a female. No, it's a female. Tron character. Bond. Tron Bond. That's the girl with the spiky looking. Yeah, hair. she's from Good. Mega Man Legends. Okay, her, her, Storm and Chun Li are the most amusing characters to use, at least in my opinion, because those are the first use. Those are the first characters that I've used that I've actually learned how to do combos. But I think it was, for me, even for me, someone who hasn't been playing fighting games as frequently as much I found it surprisingly easy to do the controls um, yeah, I th- haven't played as Deadpool though Deadpool? Yeah, Deadpool. Uh, I, I, can, I can't control yet. Deadpool oh he's <laughs> so easy to use I think I and use... as mm-hmm. Hyper Kappa where he beats beats you with his own life bar and then his own super meter oh. it's just... I used Iron Man too that's probably the other character that he used and um, I think I also saw as my according to my friend, we believe that the weakest character is Thor. But mm-hmm. That's based on you it's agree too, Thor. Oh, Thor. Well, I haven't played as him yet, but I'm not too fond of seeing Magneto and Sentinel back. It happens. Yeah, you remember from my New York Anime Fest review? I remember saying that Magneto was quote 
fucking broken mm-hmm. as ever, unquote. I've, after playing and, through I think half the characters are broken, if not all. <laughs> at least. And I think the button, I think they should have gone back with the with the punch, punch, kick, kick format instead of a light, medium, hard attack and launch. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Now, was that all the panels you covered? Well, I don't want to, you know, take up too much time, but right. let's see. What else? Yeah, just give us one more. Okay, so you want to dub with Todd Habercorn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I... That was my fangirl taking over. I promise I will not ever do hmm. that again. You'll get your Here, time, man. Kudo. You know this man I'm taking it? I definitely know him, but I don't remember actually having a conversation with him. Mm. I think all the was, was it. Basically, he was telling all the nuts and bolts of, of how to of the dubbing process and how it, on average, it takes about a week to do a 22-minute episode. And he also got a, bu- a bunch of people to read lines for, you know, some kind of, like, some like radio advertisement things. And a couple oh. of them got got to dub the op- the, the opening scene... Like the opening sequence and the first scene of an episode of Soul Eater. Ah, that's nice. I haven't seen Soul Eater before, but now it's one of those things I get. It's one of those. It's on the long list of things I need to watch. Yeah. And it's a very long list. Mm. All right, now now that we got that out the way, let's talk about probably half the reason why probably the reason why half the people go to cons in the first place: the masquerade. No, I'm part of the half that doesn't mm. go on. You're on your own for this one because I wasn't there well, for it. <laughs> generally, people go to the... Sometimes masquerades can be so bad that people drink before going in so they can have a good time. <laughs> I'll tell you this. This, I would give a 7.5 out of 10. Because there was some bad stuff, but there was some stuff that was pretty cool. Like, there was a Shakespearean dramatic reading of Super Mario Brothers, where Mario and Luigi fight Bowser and Mario realizes he has to go to another castle and says, I cannot continue on with this. That was fun. <laughs> and there was another one where... Now, have you all seen Mulan? Uh, you yeah. know the song yeah. Be a Man? Yeah, yeah. I know the there was someone rewritten the lyrics to that fit for Dragon Ball Z. It was like Dragon Ball <laughs> Z the musical. <laughs> it was... With the music that they yeah, play. It was Goku, Gohan, Piccolo, Nappa, Vegeta, all of them singing Be a Man. <laughs> um, my favorite... One, one of my favorites was... I think this was from Agents of Cosplay. It was Super Mario Brothers and they sang What Would Brian Boitano Do? Oh. Nice. I thought it was pretty cute. Now, another one that was also one of my favorites was was when the entire Hetalia fandom got trolled. Trolled, you say? Mm-hmm. Okay. It started out what you thought was a Hetalia skit. The music just abruptly stops, and then the safety dance starts playing. <laughs> and then the characters... I think I know some of the people who are in that Yes, skit. we do. Yes, we do. And the, char- the two people on stage strip their clothes off, and you start out with Gundam Wing. And then you had Cowboy Bebop, <laughs> then Ronma one half, <laughs> Lupin the third, Lupin the third, Tenchi Muyo, da, 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 da. and Magic Knight Ray Earth. Oh, I don't know that song. <laughs> Pretty much every time when the, it was like one, it was like one of the major characters from the series, and the banner would come out with the title and the year of the series. I call that the best anime, the best anime series in the last thirty years that you have to watch. 
or in this case, last 40 years that you have to watch. Because I forgot that yeah, yeah, Lupin, Lupin was... A, Lupin the Third goes Yeah, I totally back. forgot about that. That's like 70s now, yeah. And then um, I think what, what floored me was when I saw one of my, one of my very good friends, Jezeroth, on stage. He did one of the creature, one of the bosses from Persona Two. And I was like, "Damn!" Other mentions was there was a Gurren Lagann skit to Space Jam. Yeah, yeah. It was like two of the major characters <laughs> dancing to Space Jam. I thought that was pretty cool. Really? I mean, plus the fact that Mario Bueno hosted the uh, masquerade. Okay. Uh... And uh, that was such awkward silence. Is that a bad thing? I'm Actually, guessing? no. I'm just I'm just perusing my thoughts. I mean, to be perfectly honest, the, the Katsu Masquerade was pretty cool. I mean, I thought it was a lot better than last. It was just as good as last year's. Because last year, I only saw like three, four solid skits. Compared to like five or six good skits this year that could equal them to make them solid, you know? And this is my take mm-hmm. on Katsu. Now, a couple of years back, I really wouldn't have recommended Katsu as someone's first con because you got so many people in a small location, you might not be able it'd be too overwhelming. I don't even know um what the numbers were for, for this con, but I would say if it's like over seven thousand, it sure as hell didn't feel that way. Because it was just so spread out. Cool. And I, and I would say, yeah, yeah, Sailor Flair, I think you have to come back at least for, at least for one, for, for one more. I think you really enjoy it. Okay. So I would like to see the hotel. I keep seeing pictures of it, and I'm like, oh, I want to go to Because I understand. It's beautiful. Yeah, I originally heard that they canceled the final year of the contract, and then when you look at the back of the book, it's already announced they'll be there next year. I mean, this Uh-oh. no, they're going to be there next year. I think Cats... They better. I think Cats is going to be there for the next few years. It's going to be enjoyable. Maybe I'll come next time. Definitely. Now, Ari, in comparison between last, your last Katsu and this one, what's your take on it? Well, this, this Katsu kind is a lot better than the last one I went to. But, uh... You know, it felt kind of weird not being there with any costumes. I mean, mm-hmm. I only had the... I only have the... I only have two, technically. But, uh... Like, one's re- one of them is retired, and... The other one, I didn't feel like a. I didn't feel like you know growing the facial hair, and then b. I was using the suit for the for the mm-hmm. formal. But yeah, I like this. I like the Katsu Con. It's you know it probably wouldn't have been a lot better if my budget had been had been better. But you know, you know what can you do with that sort of thing? You know, I also found that we were driving out of the park. And I don't know if you remember this, but we aside from you know seeing people you know having car trouble, we actually saw you know. One car, like the entire front bumper ripped yeah. off, and the front of it kind of smashed. I was, say, I was saying, this guy had to make the difficult choice of getting his car fixed or going to a convention. I'll so, be, you know, money well spent. I'll be like, yo, let me ride with somebody. <laughs> but yeah, I would, I would consider going back to it again. Awesome. So, long story short, people, if you're looking to, if you if you're looking for your first con, Katsu, it is. I just go in, lean back, and have a good time. Oh, and by the way, the big glass table from last year gone this year. What big glass it table? It was a big glass. Oh, it was a yeah. big glass table in the in the in the um hotel lobby. It collapsed last year. Holy Ooh. fuck! It was now. There's like two small wooden round tables. Aww. You know how it happened? I mean, it was like spectacular crash or just like. So, 
There was a knife fight, and, uh... Someone... No, I'm kidding. I'm... Supposedly, not... somebody got drunk and f leaned on it, and it fell. I also heard that it fell on its own because it was that old or something like that. I don't know. Wouldn't funny to find out someone, you know, took a dive in it or, you know, flipped it over in disgust. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so... Flipping the table. <laughs> I'm so bad right now. <laughs> Okay, I can I can tell we're getting a little cranky. So shall we take a break and wrap things up? Yeah. I'll take that as a yes. We will be back. Did you just grunt? I'm 
watch got and you get them watch one oh yeah show me watch got inside of you me know how to show me watch got and you get them watch one oh yeah show me watch got in your heart so you cold the world
Okay, now that we have come to an end of our Catacon 17 um, podcast review, hope you enjoyed what we had to say. Hope you like our thoughts on it. Just so you know, you can always check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Slightly re- redesigned, looks a little bit nicer on the eye. If you have any questions, thoughts, suggestions, praise, flames, or whatever, podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Send it along, show us what you got. And also, we are available online through other podcasting sites, such as Podcast.net, Podcast.com, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcast, Zoom Marketplace, and ever-popular iTunes. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please, five-star reviews. Tell them that you like it, five-star. And if you give us a five-star review, we will give you a shout-out on the next show. Simple as that. The more five-star reviews that we get, the higher up that we go, so that way we can be up there with other anime podcasts because you know what a lot of anime podcasts that are independent like us so it's only fair that you hear from everybody's point of view so indeed and for multimedia check us out on youtube.com slash anime jam session tv now that um we can add longer videos i am working on getting some videos up and in due time the capsicum masquerade will be up for your viewing pleasure so check us out at anime jam sessions uh tv and we also have our own personal uh, YouTube pages. You can check us out at for me, youtube.com slash S. For Kuro Usagi you can find it at Tiger Chick Chibi, Tiger with a Y. And for Sailor Flare, it's Sailor Flare. Sailor Flare. Simple as that. And, I like to keep them simple. Mm-hmm. And as for um, Ari Rockefeller, you can check his page out at Ari22682. And we're also on Twitter. So follow us at Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. That way, you know what's going on with the podcast, information, conventions, and so forth. That way, you know what's going down. But if you want to follow any of us and see about our crazy shenanigans, you can find me at DJ Ronma S. You can find Kuro Usagi at Kuro Usagi-chan. You can find Sailor Flair at Make It Epic. And the Ari Man, the Ari Man, a.k.a. Ari Rockefeller. And we do have a Facebook fan page. Yes, we do have a Facebook fan page. I'm on it right now. We have 434 fans. That's great. We need more. Definitely. So, Facebook. More fans. Yes. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Like us. Share us. We're your your independent celebrity whores. We don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, Kuro Usagi also has her own Facebook page. You can find her at... Um, Facebook.com slash Kuro Usagi-chan and you can find me at Facebook.com slash DJ Ronmas and whenever when, and when time permits we do have a six hour music block on Disingenious Radio so you can check Yay! actually an eight hour block wow yeah. where did the two extra hours come from uh, I jump in there a little bit early if I can so you can check us out at DisingenuousRadio.com Saturdays from 4pm to 12am Eastern Standard Time and at 7 p.m., we'll be airing one of our new episodes and possibly either an encore presentation of the episode or one of our older episodes. So if you miss it out, we'll play it again. Generally, we'll re-air an episode around 9 p.m. So definitely. Yeah. So I think that's it. Cool. And I believe, let's see what's coming up next for us. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Next time we roll around this way will be for PAX East. Well, for me and Misty, that is, and followed by ZenkaiCon. So I think in two weeks, we'll get a mini episode out, and then we'll try to 
I think we'll try to do a mini episode between um, PAX East and ZenkaiCon, and then when ZenkaiCon rolls around, we'll do our panel. That's right. And don't forget to come check us out at ZenkaiCon, Anime Jam Session live panel, live podcasting. And we'll have some of the celebrities at the con there. We'll be talking to them one-on-one. You can't, you gotta love that. Cool. Definitely. So, are we done here, people? I think um, Kudo had something that she wanted to say. Kudo? Uh, yeah, I do. All right, speak your mind, please. Uh, recording's done. The last word has been said. And now I say that it is now the end. Goodbye. Good night, people. See you. Good night, everybody. This podcast is a joint production of DJ Rama S, Kuro Usagi, and me, Sailor Flare. Please note that no fanboys or fangirls were harmed in the making of this episode. This time. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and DisingenuousRadio.com. 